0: Welcome back to The Tape Store, everyone. This is Toby. And this is Brooke. We were made in the 80s. And played in the 90s. And we are going to finish Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style this week. (laughs) Hawaiian style. It's been fun. It's been fun watching it.
1: Yeah, just rehashing the memories.
0: rehashing it on social media. This was a fun one and a great start for the summer, right?
1: Oh, yeah, totally.
0: Yeah, and without further delay, we want to get right into it. But yes. we do want to do a recap. We hope everyone's had a great week. We yes, for sure. Everyone's enjoying their summer. So we talked about this last week how it aired November 27th, 1992.
1: Right, which is which is interesting. Yeah, because it, we posted the tra- the trailer for it actually the other day on Instagram. That was great. And um, you know that it originally aired then and it it, it aired as a TV movie. But yeah. also is now released as episodes, which really it's more geared toward episodes. Yeah, they
0: moved it into just yes. the, the syndication,
1: right? Right. Lineup. And we mentioned it on on Instagram, but we'll mention it again. If you want to watch this in its entirety, and you have Amazon Prime, right. you can watch it. It's it's listed as season seven of Saved by the Bell, but it, the, yeah. it's but it's all four of the. Whole, is it four? Four. Episodes it's four episodes of. of um, you know, the Hawaiian style. So yeah. you can watch it uh, that way, but you have to search for it as Say by the Bell, the show. If you search for the TV movie, you won't be able to find it.
0: And we just want to do a brief recap, and then we'll get into the second part and everything <laughs> that came with it. Right, right, right. What, you know, what we got from it, because <laughs> we just kind of want to jump right in. Yeah. Um, let's do a recap. Okay. The gang's on a two-week vacay.
1: Thank you for T- taking some vacay. That,
0: taking some of that vacay time <laughs> <laughs> to, nice. ha- to Hawaii to stay with Kelly's grandfather, Harry, at his hotel, the Hawaiian hideaway. Harry Bannister. Who we love. Yeah. Actor Dean Jones. The late Dean Jones played him. And yeah, again, one of the best parts of, yeah, of this. Yeah, he's
1: just absolutely precious. Yeah.
0: The hideaway is in financial trouble. It's being threatened by an expanding hotel. You know, one of those big...
1: Yeah, big corporation versus mom and pop. Right. You know, it's the, the age-old tale. Yeah.
0: The Royal Pacific Hotel, using underhanded business tactics, all that stuff, to get the hideaway to sell so it can, you know... Continu- yeah, keep,
1: keep expanding their land yeah, and their Yeah, their business. empire.
0: Mr. Belding is also on the island, we found, immediately, leading a tour of California principles. Uh, Screech is identified not long after getting to Hawaii by some local indigenous people, the Pukuku, uh, as their prophesied return chief, <laughs> and he actually is related to them.
1: Yes, which is wonderful. Yeah,
0: <laughs> who who would return? He he's returning now. Obviously, Screech wasn't the the chief. It uh, it was one of his ancestors, right, That right. said, one of my descendants will return and help help the tribe in, in its their greatest need, greatest time of need, which is the sh- destruction of their land also by the Royal Pacific Hotel. Right, right. Zach, it doesn't take long for Zach to meet a love interest. It's, Literally,
1: it takes him one minute. Yeah. Into it's, the episode.
0: Yeah. It's Andrea Larson, a lovely young woman who is reluctantly in a relationship with Derek Worthington, who is the son of Charles Worthington, the owner of the dastardly Royal Pacific <laughs> Hotel. Yes, of course. All roads lead to the Royal Pacific yes. Hotel. They are just making life miserable for everyone in Hawaii. Uh, Kelly meets Brian Hansen, her grandfather's lawyer, who's helping him through this whole dispute.
1: Who is deceptively charming. Yeah.
0: Dan Gauthier. Gothier. Very obvious. For Brooke, it was. For yes. me, I was like, I didn't remember this, rela- uh, this relationship. I didn't remember this episode in its entirety. So I actually thought for a time that he was good.
1: I, who had not really remembered the episodes at all, was like, yeah, you're bad. Right. <laughs> <laughs> I can see it on your face.
0: Um, So they strike up a relationship, Kelly and Brian, dashing lawyer Brian Hanson. To help Kelly's grandfather, the gang agrees to work as the staff of the hideaway, and they manage to get Mr. Belding's tour group through a series of Zack Morris hijinks. Yes. They get the tour group to leave the Royal Pacific Hotel and come to the hideaway. So So Harry now has a staff, and now he has guests, and then... Of course, more hijinks ensue. Of course. We ended last week with a mix of successes and failures by Zach and the gang to provide a genuine Hawaiian experience to Mr. Belding and the principal's tour group. Some of the things did went, went really well. Right. Some of the things went disastrous. <laughs> um, you know, specifically, uh, the last thing we ended on before we ended part one was Slater and Jesse decide to take the group on a tour. And they get the bus stuck in the mud.
1: Yes. It's bad news bears.
0: At the same time, Zach scores a lunch date with Andrea. It's going really well. Brian, dashing lawyer Brian Hanson, and Kelly go out on a date on his boat. And it's going well until Brian suspiciously asks Kelly to talk to her grandfather about selling the hideaway right. after all. Out of nowhere. He recommends it as the best course of action in the long run. He's like, look, this is working for the next couple weeks while you guys are here, but you're going to go home. Right. Harry's going to be here with the hideaway. In the long run, the Royal Pacific Hotel has more resources, Yeah, And, he's, and money. he's
1: capitalizing on, you know, wouldn't he like to be near your family? You know, right. wouldn't you like to see him more? And, and Kelly being yeah. the sweetheart she is, is thinking about her grandfather's well-being and, Maybe, yeah. maybe he has a point.
0: And she trusts Brian.
1: Highly suspect.
0: Right. And this is what takes us up to right now. Now well, we then, are,
1: and, and, and then Zach and... Uh, what? Zach, well, he, we find out he, she has a kid.
0: That's now. That's up to now. That's No, n- they, no that's okay. now. Okay, chill out. I, I'm not chilling. I'm just telling you what's now. Okay. Right,
1: let's go back.
0: <clears throat> so that takes us up to now which is moving forward into part two of the tape store podcast on say about the hawaiian style so because it was the big to be continued while brian was holding kelly on the boat and now we are here zach and andrea are finishing their date up it's again as we said it's going really well as much as andrea tries she's clearly taken with zach and
1: she's still withholding. She seems she is. But, she's very sweet, but you know she she's just you know she's guarding herself, which that's not necessarily you know out of the ordinary,
0: right? Well, he's able to. Zach is able to get Andrea to break that she doesn't like Derek at all. And when Zach tries to move in for a kiss, she stops and says, "I can't do this." But she does ask Zach to take her back to the hotel. You know, and come come with her. Come with her back yeah. to the hotel. She's yeah. not like ending the day. She's not being weird. She's just like, okay, hey, look, why don't you come back to the hotel with me? And you know. Well, Brian takes Kelly back to the hideaway. So their date's over. So we end two dates here. Right. Interesting
1: uh, that we have to have if if Kelly or Zach is gonna have a love interest, they both have to have a love interest. Right. I found that interesting. it's like like it's like kinda like it's not a, I don't know, an audience placation. Like, listen, we all know you ship Jack and uh, Jack. Zach and Kelly, so mm-hmm. let's let them both have something going on here.
0: Right. Well, Brian takes Kelly back to the hideaway, and they share a kiss before Kelly goes in to talk to Harry about selling. Right. So Brian, you know, again, kind of puts this bug in her ear about that, and she's like, okay, you know, I'll go do it. And Then we get back to Zach and Andrea, where we have a bombshell.
1: Yes. Big bombshell for this show, really.
0: A bombshell happens when Andrea takes Zack back to the beach to meet her daughter, Jennifer. Yes. Zach is her four-year-old daughter yeah Zach is surprised but doesn't seem at all undaunted in his feelings for Andrew really I mean he's surprised clearly but he's like okay hi he's like hello he gets down there meets her and stuff yeah yeah. sweet, really good with kids
1: yeah it was I told Toby I was like this is I mean I don't want you know I love. look we all know Zach Morris is problematic but like in these episodes I was like this is a Zach that we've literally never met
0: uh, not consistently. This
1: is a mature, sweet... Jack, uh, why do I keep saying Jack? A mature, sweet Zach um, yes. that is good with kids, that is understanding and empathetic. Absolutely. And I was kind of like, okay, I yeah, like yeah. this Zach. He's
0: very selfless, very Yeah, dominant, it was nice. And, right. So you would think that the selfish Zach Morris would be like, oh gosh, she has got a kid, no way. I'm right, yes. But, but he... No, he really... Has serious feelings for Andrea, and he is not at all. He's surprised, but not really. He doesn't shrink back. No, at the idea that Andrea uh, at this at the fact, and he makes idea. himself
1: available to Jennifer, the daughter, right? Which is again very selfless for a you know what seventeen-year-old.
0: Uh, yeah, he's you know, he, yeah, he's <laughs> I keep seventeen. Forgetting that he's yeah, seventeen because he mentions he he's is. about he's he's later going to mention he's about to be eighteen. So Zach's like seventeen at this time, yeah. right? Then we get another bombshell. If that's not enough, right? For a bombshell. Seriously, another bombshell happens when we go to the office of Charles Worthington. He's he's the owner of the Royal yeah. Pacific Hotel. We find that we have Charles behind his desk. I believe Derek's there, his son, because he follows his dad everywhere. Right. But also in the room is Brian Hanson.
1: Yep, called it.
0: He's in cahoots <laughs> with the Worthingtons. <laughs> Brian is in cahoots of with the course Worthington. Of he is. His job.
1: You have to understand, this is... It's he, very dastardly. He's
0: been Harry's lawyer for two years. And the entire two years... I mean, yeah, we don't know if it's been the entire two years. It could have been like he started off working with Harry and maybe the Worthingtons got to him. But either way, they have gotten to him. He, they are in cahoots.
1: I don't understand how you can know someone like Harry, who is sweet and kind, and then do right. this. Like, you got to be a... a a crud person, yeah. To do what what you know, Brian is doing. So
0: basically, Brian's job has been to get Harry to sell, basically like little by little, subtle, subtly. Yeah, you yeah. know, and and he says, "Hey, listen, I got it." You know, in fact. You know, I was very convincing to his granddaughter. Like now, oh, now I've gotten, so sickening. I've gotten to his granddaughter. You know,
1: he's like, oh, "Don't worry, I was very convinced." Right? You know. like, I'm yeah. gonna barf everywhere. Yeah. This is terrible. And
0: by the way, Charles Worthington is played by actor Victor Brandt. So yeah, so this is really bad. I mean, it, <laughs> yeah. all the odds are stacked against our heroes, right? And Harry and the Hawaiian Hideaway.
1: Lots of H's, right. lots of alliteration. Yeah. Sorry, the teacher in me is like, "Ooh, I like this alliteration going on here."
0: So we get back to Zach, who's still with Andrea and Jennifer, and Zach is legitimately—we talked about this—legitimately yeah. undaunted. He 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 really is still like, "Hey, I'm here for this." Yeah, he likes Jennifer. She really likes him. The kid. Yeah, di- she's
1: like, "Oh, I want, I want to hang out with Zach right. again."
0: The kid didn't scare him off at all, and Andrea then takes this opportunity to tell Zach the whole story. Right. And the short of it is that she got pregnant with her high school boyfriend. They ended up not together, but Andrea kept the baby, and that was four years ago. So. So
1: she's she's older than him.
0: 21, 22. Right. Yeah. And, and because because of Jennifer, Andrea had to immediately enter the workforce after high school. And, you know, has never made much money. Has kind of went from job to job. And then she met Derek.
1: Who is incredibly wealthy.
0: Who is incredibly wealthy. And in and, and, uh, Andrea's mind, can give Jennifer all the opportunities that she never could. Or, never, or feels or she like. she
1: currently cannot. Feels like she can't. Right, right. Right. Right.
0: But Zach doesn't buy it. Because Derek. There's said, always
1: another way with Zach. Well, to well, be fair. And, I mean, and, and that, that can be his strength.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, he just basically says, I don't buy it. This dude's a rat. That's yeah, what he says. And, what he and she it.
1: knows it. She knows
0: it. Citing that and then he he takes this opportunity to tell Andrea, let me tell you what the Royal Pacific Hotel is doing to my friend Kelly's granddad's hotel, the hideaway. And this kind of makes Andrea stop and think. She's like, Well, that's Charles and he goes, Hey, you telling me that the heir apparent to the Royal Pacific Hotel doesn't know what his dad's doing? I remember she's kinda like
1: Yeah, wow. she yeah, she actually is kinda like, mm, you've got to put it there. So again, yeah Buddy.
0: I, I, I think you know, it, it it takes I I'm there's a lot of say by the bell episodes. <laughs> Right, and Zach has had a lot of good moments. He's had a lot of he's crud. had a lot of terrible moments. Right, he has. But I think this is probably the 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 best he's been consistently in a storyline.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I, would, so, I I think I would agree because I mean I'm thinking back to the Christmas one. You know when you know when he has the 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 lady he's interested in that right. you know we covered. Uh, Back in, you know, Christmas time. But um yeah, this this episode, he is genuinely, I mean, from pretty much the time he steps off the plane till now. He's really mature. He's good, Zach.
0: He is. He's genuinely he's...
1: good, Zach. And I, I, uh, I adore it.
0: Yeah, and even when he's scheming, it's to help others. and
1: Yes, it, and it, and I think that's what, I think we, we talked we about it in the we last, talked about I said, last wow, week. this is completely independent of any, uh, benefit or gain to him, right? And I, I, you know, look, I just love it. I love when people care about other people. Sure. So I, I love seeing this version of Zach.
0: Well, before leaving, you know, and going back to the Hideaway, Zach invites Jennifer and Andrea to the Hawaiian Hideaways luau that they're holding. <laughs> what you know, which if you don't know what a luau is, which I knew what one was, I just didn't know how to spell. It. Brooks, like you don't know what a luau is. <laughs> I know he
1: was looking it up. So I was like, is... Toby, come on.
0: I, I didn't know how to spell it. I'm I'm sorry. L U A U. It's a traditional Hawaiian, a traditional Hawaiian festival party. Yes,
1: because uh, basically, well, because Jennifer asked, can we hang out with Zach? And right. she said, no, we can't. We have to have dinner dinner with Uncle Derek, which right. made me cringe. Yeah. And then he said, okay, well, to make up for the terrible dinner, why don't you come to the luau at the Hawaiian Hideaway?
0: Right. So he extends that invitation, and then he leaves. And as he walks away, both Andrea and Jennifer comment on. How much they like Zach? Yes. She's like, I like him, mommy. She's like, me too. Me too. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so back to the Hawaiian Hideaway. Now remember, Brian had put Kelly. He had dropped that bug in her ear. Yes. Put Kelly Ugh. up to talking to Harry. Right. About selling the Hideaway. Maybe it's just a better idea in the long run. Right. And just as Brian hopes she would, Kelly does bring it up to Harry. She attempts to kindly and lovingly convince him that it might be time to sell. Harry promises he'll think about it, and before the conversation can go anywhere else, they're interrupted by <laughs> right. Slater and Jesse. Slater, brace yourselves, everyone. We have a problem, and it's all Jesse's fault. Oh,
1: my gosh. <laughs> yeah, they're yeah. back They're back to their old selves.
0: Absolutely. And remember, they have this bet that they weren't going to fight. Right. So, you know, and that was a bet they made with Lisa, 100 bucks. Right. And they're covered in mud. And they're blaming each other for the tour bus getting stuck.
1: They have a they have a very I Love Lucy vibe here in this moment. Yeah. Which I'm very here for.
0: <laughs> so, Zach arrives, and he's kind of like, what the heck just happened? Right. And moments later, covered in mud, is Mr. Belding. And Mr. Belding explains that the principal's tour group, along with Slater and Jesse, basically we find from Mr. Belding that everybody had to get out, including the tour group, yeah. to push the bus out of the mud. It's no good. So... We know that Jesse and Slater are covered in mud, and with Mr. Belding covered in mud, we can pretty much assume that's what happened to the rest of these poor right. principals who are just looking for a genuine Hawaiian experience.
1: I know, the poor things. And
0: they're getting it. it it's they very, get it
1: in, in, in places. Right.
0: It's touch and go. It, look, and here's the problem. Belding announces that his tour group is ready to go, ready yeah. to leave.
1: That means Harry's about to lose business.
0: Yeah. it's It's going to blow up the whole operation. Right. And, and unfortunately, as it turns out, even with the best intentions, you know, Zach and the gang, being there, being the hotel staff, it, it bought the hideaway some time, but the thing is, they're clearly not good at this. No, no. I mean, the only thing that's that's keeping this thing going is is their pure-hearted intentions. their right. her, Their heroic intentions. But they're not good at this stuff.
1: No, bless them.
0: Even Lisa, who was tasked with cooking for the luau, which is later that night. Does no better than Jesse when she was cooking, because remember Jesse burned. Well,
1: but at least Lisa stays within parameters. She knows. I will say that
0: she comes back with <laughs> forty TV dinners. She says, "Just <laughs> pop them in the oven." And they're like, "Lisa, you were supposed to cook. It's supposed. To, it's a luau, you know, right?" Like and I Li- said,
1: she she stayed in her arena, and it's
0: t- <laughs> it's totally lost on Lisa. You know, oh, she's like, Lisa. "I'm not going to stay in and cook." So she goes and buys TV dinners. So they're not good at this. No. Now, this is a bad moment for Lisa, but she is absolutely going to come in clutch. Yes, and cl- Queen
1: Lisa will shine. Yes,
0: she will shine. Just hasn't happened just yet. <laughs> also, upon arriving, though, she discovers Slater and Jesse trading insults over the tour bus disaster, and she calls them out. Yep. $100 bet. Lisa wins. Uh, Screech in the Pukuku tribe, if you remember, though, Jesse, when she burned the dinner, they saved the day yes. with that stew. Right. They showed up and was like, hey, we've cooked pukuku stew for you and your friends, for Chief Screech and his friends. But it ended up being like, no, we need to give this to the tour group instead yeah. of the burned ham. Well, now we have another botched dinner with Lisa and the TV dinner. Yeah. Well, the pukuku tribe saved the day again. Right. With a kalua pig that they've cooked, which is a traditional... Uh, underground, that they, they build a traditional underground oven. Right, they right. bury the pig and then they they unearth it, and it's yeah already and they, lovely and oh yeah, <laughs> it's it's been cooking and stuff, and it, it's done like on the beach and they bury it in the sand. Well, they've done this very
1: aesthetic value, it's, perfect.
0: Yeah, so they like okay, they're, they're like <laughs> all right, everyone, we're gonna unearth it. Yeah,
1: it's safe to say any any authentic Hawaiian Hawaiian moment they get, it's because of the Pukuku drive. Yes. at this point,
0: yes. So screech, you know. The unlikely channel through which the, yes. good, the good things are happening at the hideaway. So they're like, all right, it's time to unearth the Kalua pig because it's it's evening now. It's the luau. Right. You know, the California Association of Principals, they're hanging on by a string, by a thread. Literally. And it's time to unearth the Kalua pig. And they can't find it. Right. You know? We
1: still have the screech element of yeah. this.
0: So he forgets where... He plotted them to yeah, bury bury, it. bury the Kahlua pig, so they have to go look for it. And the whole principal's tour group standing there, and Belding standing there, and Zach's like, "All right, all right, let's just let's just move on to our stage show, right? You know, <laughs> let's move on to the stage show." So the stage show at the Luau is it's good.
1: It's really yeah, no, it's it, yeah, it's sweet. I mean, it's very Saved by the bill.
0: Look, it's got like the Fire Eater guys.
1: Yo, well, that part's great.
0: That part's great. Yeah. Uh, It did look, Zach did look a little silly playing the bongos, because it it just looked like, okay, we've got to put them up there. Yeah,
1: we we need all our, we need all the kids in there.
0: Yeah, and they're like in the back just kind of shaking some kind of percussive instrument. Oh
1: my gosh, yes.
0: Yeah, so, but what we notice when Zach's playing the bongos, he looks out, and there is Andrea and Jennifer. They have come to the luau.
1: As if they were not going to come.
0: The stage show's impressive, though. You know, despite the silliness with the kids in the background, what's actually going on is really good. Right. Uh, moments later Slater and Zach are backstage they're kind of getting dressed I guess they're kind of changing clothes or costumes for their next act (laughs) yeah (laughs) Um, well Zach you know Slater's his best friend Yeah. so he starts talking to Slater about Andrea he professes his love for Andrea and Slater and this is a really great great moment yeah in this uh, movie or in this story right Uh, in a real genuine moment of concern and friendship Which isn't foreign for Slater because he's a genuine good guy. He is. But he asks Zach to reconsider. Reconsider a future with uh, Andrea in light of the fact that she's older, she has a child, and that his relationship with her has developed very quickly, like over the course of like a week or a week and a half.
1: Yeah. Because, I mean, they're there for two weeks, so we can assume that at least about a week has passed.
0: So we're getting some sage wisdom from Slater here.
1: Yes, and I love that. I mean, and and, and it's not in any way um, mean-spirited or... Because a lot of times, no. uh, Zach and Slater have this kind of one-upsmanship. Yes, that's but true. But in this moment, he's like, hey, this is kind of a hard truth, but I care about you. Absolutely. And let's be honest. Hawaiian Zach,
0: I yes, love. We Hawaiian do. Zach we- is
1: selfless and... And you know his hijinks benefit all, not just him. Yeah, it's
0: it's hard to want to. But kinda... save
1: by the bell, Jack. Jack, save by the bell. Zach is selfish, and and so you wonder if he did get right. together with Andrea, would save by the bell. Zach, come. You know what I mean? Like, would he start to come in? So, I mean, Hawaiian Zach is great. It would work. But yeah. I don't know when would his you know intense immaturity start to right. come in.
0: Yeah, we're we are seeing a very mature, responsible, empathetic. Uh, Zach Morris yeah here. this
1: is not the this is not the normal Zach Morris and it's just
0: not it's not the normal Zach Morris I, I think this is who Zach can be yeah and yes. that arguably is why I believe Andrew is one of the most important people Zach encounters throughout the entirety of the Say by the Bell right series right not just Hawaiian style or I'm talking like the entire if you take the SBTBU, yeah, <laughs> the same by the billion. I universe. think she's one of the most important people to him because she switches this paradigm. Because we know that Zach and Kelly end up getting of married. Course, of we course, we know this. We know that Zach and Kelly end up together. But I think Andrea was really important, and maybe Zach, uh, really important for Zach to look at himself and look inward and say, "You know what? This is." Really, who I am? I need to let that shine instead of being.
1: Yeah, I think, the, and that, it's, you know, we we had talked about it before. I think that Zach has only ever looked at his relationships as going, you know, no further than the next week. But when he meets Andrea, he has to look at things in a long-term perspective, right. Because she has a child,
0: especially with a child there, right?
1: And he and I don't know. I mean, maybe we're just reading into it, but it's like you can almost see like he's looking at this from a much long, more long-term perspective than his usual antics,
0: right? And uh Slater, because at one point, you know, in this conversation, Zach says to Slater, he says, oh, what, you don't like kids? You know, because Slater's like, hey, she's got a kid, man. That's a lot. And you got to you gotta remember, you can't forget. These guys are in high school.
1: Yeah, there's like 17, 16, 17 years old.
0: And Zach, go, and Zach goes, what, you don't like kids? And Slater goes, no, I love kids. But I also know that I am not ready to be a father.
1: So much, such a mature conversation. Yeah, and, I love it. You know,
0: but Zach, however, he says... I can't stop. I've got to find a way to be with Andrew. And Slater, you know, he just kind of, you know, he kind of shakes his head a little bit. It's like, all right, Zach, you know. Yeah, he because doesn't Zach, belittle him or anything, no, but he, but he, you he could says tell. his piece. He says his piece, and and, and Slater's kind of a, an agree to disagree type thing. Yeah, right. Then we go to the girls' dressing room, <laughs> where Lisa and Jesse congratulate Kelly on her budding relationship with dashing lawyer Brian Hanson. And sadly... Now, remember, we, we don't know, yeah, mm-hmm. excuse me, we know, but they don't know, right. that's what
1: I'm saying. Yeah, in a, in a classic Phoebe for they don't know, we know, they know, we know. Right. It's that moment.
0: Absolutely. <laughs> right. Um, Kelly, it's sad because she's so excited about what's going on with Brian. She says she's crazy about him. She has no yeah, idea. she tries to be like,
1: oh, I'm not into him. And, they're like, and then, you know, thanks to Lisa, honey, he's a whole enchilada. And right. She's like, yeah. okay, ha, ha, ha. Oh, but, my
0: God. He is a total weasel, and they don't see it, and it's weasel. sad. Yeah. So then the girls do a traditional Hawaiian slash 90s rock hula dance.
1: Because uh, those pair wet really nicely. Because it's saved <laughs> by the bell. It's saved by
0: the bell. Right. What are you going to do? And then when that's over, Screech and the pukuku bust in. We have found the Kahlua pig. <laughs> the night is going great. Right, it's going great.
1: It's the yeah. So there's, far, it's the best. Yeah, there is
0: dancing, there is fun, love is in the air. The Kahlua pig's been found. <clears throat> it's going so great. In fact, that it has reminded Harry of why he loves the Hideaway so much. He embraces Kelly as he looks on, and he tells her, it, "It's just like old times." In other words, what this has done, it has steeled Harry's resolve to not sell. Right. He's like, "Look, I just this this place. It's it's so much greater than just." having money or paying off my debts. It's just this place meant so much to him. It means so much to him. And seeing new life breathed into it, it reminded him why he has it in the first place. Right. So he's like, you know, so we see what's happening here. Yeah. So he's embracing Kelly, you know, he's like, oh, it's just like old times, it's a wonderful moment, except <laughs> literally lurking in the shadows behind them, like literally hiding behind it's some- It's the
1: worst thing.
0: Hiding behind some palm fronds, staring at them- In
1: darkness. With
0: dagger eyes. He's
1: like a, a freaking, like, Game of Thrones villain about to literally yeah. stab I mean, it's, it's like he's going to kill someone, yeah, like and yeah. forget that he's going to steal the hotel, he's going to murder someone, yeah. that's what he looks like. Yeah, it's Brian. It's a little dramatic.
0: It's Brian. He is seeing this happen. He's overhearing this, and this is very concerning to him. Yeah. He's very disturbed by this, right? Yes,
1: yes, you can tell with a scowl in the shadows. Oh yeah,
0: he comes out in his pleated pants. Yeah, and, yeah. yeah, and he is Pleats not happy. Flowing. He is worried because this, you know, his he he sees that the the, the seeds of doubt that he's sowing in, into right. Kelly about should we keep the hideaway, it's it's completely being uh, destroyed here. So. Let's get back to uh, Andrea and Zach. Uh, So the night's over and she's leaving. Zach asks when he can see her again. Now, if you remember, uh, Andrea has been very hesitant with Zach. But when he asks her this time, she says, quote, anytime you want, Zach. Boom. And they share a really sweet kiss. And then we go to the other couple, Brian and (laughs) Kelly. Lord. Not so magical, but.
1: Kelly and Zach always on that uh parallel yeah. plane. Right. But
0: remember, Kelly is none the wiser right now. So as Brian leaves, he gets into his snazzy convertible. He kisses Kelly. And he's like, you know what? It takes a minute for my car to warm up. Why don't you won't you head on back? You know, yeah. she's like, okay. You know, she she doesn't know. Yeah, she, just... she doesn't she has no reason to not trust the guy. <sighs> so she leaves. And after she leaves, Brian. Gets on his phone. His car phone. His car phone. Which was the
1: mark of success in the oh, 90s. Oh, absolutely.
0: <laughs> and talks about... We only hear one side of the conversation uh, about how disappointing it was that he couldn't convince Harry to sell and how ultimately it was the granddaughter. It was Kelly.
1: Yeah, she, like, she messed it up. Right.
0: He also mentioned two things. A plan B. Yes. And a loan extension. Loan extension, That's, yes. We, we hear those words. He's like, oh, we'll just... We just we need to move forward with the loan extension or deal yeah. with the loan extension because we always have Plan B or whatever. So this is bad because it, it's things are going great. It's clearly
1: revealed that he has like his motive is not to be with Kelly or anything like that. Yeah, there's all, something yeah, else going
0: on. There's also something unseen coming, a Plan B, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, Brian drives off, and out of the shadows again. Again, something out of the shadows. Except this time, something wonderfully amazing. Yes, <laughs> emerges Queen Lisa.
1: Yes, stack of bills in her hand. Yeah, she had obviously <laughs> she had
0: obviously just collected from Slater and yes. Jesse. She overheard this phone conversation. She right. overheard what Brian was saying. Right, the one sided phone conversation, albeit, but she heard it. Thank God for Lisa, because she's sharp. She pays attention to details, you know? Oh, yeah. and it's, She's
1: the best person to have walked up on this moment, I absolutely.
0: think. Absolutely. Because it's very clear by her expression, her countenance, that she didn't just kind of go, oh, Brian's on the phone. She clearly marked that moment. Yeah. It was weird to her. And she's right. Because, as we know, the Worthington strike back. The next day, thanks to the efforts of the kids getting him business over the past days... Harry is able to, you know, getting, having a staff, getting guests, Harry is able to have money. Right. So he's able to present the bank or the loan, the loan officer, loan whatever. officer or whatever. We're just, we're at this office, this financial office, and he presents a check for around $21,000 to pay off all his back mortgage on the hideaway. The problem is, the loan officer, like, takes the money and then he goes, all right, but you still owe 50000 on the rest of your loan. Yeah. And that's due today. But Harry's like, Wait a minute! Wait a minute! I still have a year to pay that off. I got a loan extension now. What's coming? We
1: hear that we hear those words again: loan extension, loan extension. Like, oh, right?
0: And he looks to Brian, who is his lawyer. Now, listen very carefully, folks, <laughs> because th- this this exchange between Harry and Brian is very, very important. Right. Remember, we know Brian is a traitor. Yes, we know Brian is a baddie. Yeah. So
1: he's double crossing Harry. We know that. Right,
0: and he's there with Kelly. It's. Kelly and Brian and Harry they're there right so any way that Brian reacts or says we're gonna know
1: it's it's crap
0: it's crap it's it's gonna work it's, it's really to work against Harry absolutely you know with the under the auspices of doing good <clears throat> So the loan officer is asking for the fifty thousand. Harry looks to Brian and says, hey we don't owe that today we owe that in a year right and Brian goes right remember I Harry I told you to, Fill out those loan extension papers. I sent those papers to you. He goes, did you get them to the bank? And then Harry goes, no, you told me to send them back to you. He goes, no. And either way, I didn't get them. Yeah. So you have to understand, this is what Brian did. It, very underhanded, very dastardly thing he did. Oh, totally. He sent Harry the loan extension papers, however long ago this was, yeah, to extend his deadline so he could have another year to pay the 50000 Right. the rest of his loan. Harry gets the papers. Brian tells Harry, "This is what I believe happened." Yes, right. Brian told Harry, "Send them back to me when you're done." Harry was supposed to send them to the bank, but and Harry he doesn't. I'm sure, quote
1: unquote, lost them.
0: Yeah, he doesn't know. No. Harry doesn't know. Bri- He's
1: trusting his lawyer. He has no reason right. not to at that point.
0: So Brian says, "Send them back to me." Harry sends them back to Brian. Brian does away with them. Yeah, and then. It's been so long. You're right. It's easy to convince Harry. Oh, you should have sent him to the bank. Why you send him to me? Because I didn't tell you to do that. Oh, I thought you did. No, I didn't. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah. He's and creating. He, yeah, he's playing on his on his uh, innocence.
0: Yeah, and and creating confusion because it's been it's been so long.
1: And by the way, we've said it before. Grandpa Harry is just the sweetest guy. You have to be an actual trash person to want to double cross him in any way. I know they're so. Sweet Brian people. is just like like he's beyond me. Like, I don't even understand him.
0: Yeah, it's clear this was an act. He manipulated yeah, Harry. Yeah, definitely. And we know that those papers never got to the bank no. because of Brian. Oh, yeah. And then right on time enters Charles and Derek Worthington. The worst. And Charles seizes on this opportunity to put pressure on Harry like, hey, you don't have $50,000 and you it's due today. You need to sell me the hideaway. Right. You, might as well you have s- no choice. You have no choice faced with what appears to be no choice, Harry agrees to the sale. So it seems that all is lost. Right. But later that day, over what is a what appears to be a somber lunch, yeah. uh Mr. Belding is there, Andrea's there, Harry's there, and they're just lamenting the situation. By this point, Andrea is full on with Zach. Yeah. You know yes. she she fully sees what's going on with the Royal Pacific Hotel and what Derek's doing and all that, you know, the kind of guy he is. They still don't know about Brian though. Yeah. And remember, in Harry's mind, the Worthingtons have seized on an opportunity uh that resulted from just like a foul up, like a miscommunication. Yeah, yes. Oh, like, it's, this
1: is just an unhappy accident yeah. at this point. It was just in the, his mind.
0: There was just a mess up, a miscommunication between him and Brian, right. and the Worthingtons took advantage, and now he has to sell. Then suddenly Lisa pipes in and asks the fifty thousand dollar question. Literally. Literally. Which <laughs> Literally. is is this about the loan extension?
1: And they're like, how, how do you even right. know about that? And Harry
0: goes, well, how did you know about the loan extension? How would you know about that? And Lisa mentions that she overheard Brian in a phone conversation after, the lu- <laughs> after the luau, after kissing Kelly. <laughs> I, That's I, love, what how she, I love how
1: she included that.
0: Well, she goes, well, I, I heard him talking about it after he kissed Kelly. Yeah. <laughs> <know. laughs> <laughs> now, Kelly, who feels everything first. Yes, yes. Her concern is, Lisa, you were spying on us. And I, I'm like, that's kind of a weak accusation because.
1: I don't think so.
0: It's a weak accusation because they were just in the dressing room talking about. Kelly's like, I'm crazy about him. Lisa's like, he's the whole enchilada. And, you know. Kelly's just you know obviously head over heels she makes no bones about it It's not a big leap for Lisa to assume that they're kissing
1: right exactly
0: It's not a big leap so for you know for but I Kel- also just
1: think I don't know I think Lisa just was the right place the right time
0: Well, you know she is kind of the gossip queen you know that, that I was, mean
1: I could see her being like let me get let me go see how they are doing. but I don't think uh, that's what she's doing but no that's not <laughs> what she was doing. I no. just think
0: she happened to be there right I just think it was it was very it was very fortuitous it was yes. very serendipitous actually it was it was great <laughs> yeah that she was there. But I don't think Lisa has any interest in, ooh, what are they doing? I think she assumes, yeah, they're
1: kissing. <laughs> right.
0: <laughs> I just think she happened to be going that way. Right. And she, and thank God she was. Yeah,
1: and Slater, but even Slater says that. Like Slater, immediately yeah, after that.
0: Slater kind of comes in and says, hold on, Kelly. We don't need to be looking at Lisa here. We need to be looking at Brian. Yeah, goes, sounds
1: like he's someone that needs to be spied on.
0: Sounds like he's someone that needs to be spied on. And this is when Harry turns to Kelly and goes, Kelly... You you talked to me about selling. Did Brian put you up to that? And then Kelly realizes it's it. it's so
1: sad and it's
0: devastating because
1: it's, she would never do anything to hurt anyone, especially no, her family.
0: No, and, and she just kind of just crumples. And ha- yeah, Harry's right there because she, she's sitting next to him. He just grabs it and goes, It's okay, honey. He goes, I fell for it too. You know,
1: that's so sweet. He's such a sweet grandpa. <laughs> I
0: know it, it's sad. oh And then Zach immediately is like, Yeah, l- wait a minute. Let's you know. Not all is lost. Yeah. In fact, the advantage has now come to us because, like you said, the Phoebe thing.
1: Yes. They don't know we know they know we know.
0: Right. (laughs) They know that Brian is bad, but Brian doesn't know they know Brian is bad. Yes, exactly. There (laughs) it
1: is. (laughs) I feel like Zach, he should be a lawyer. Like, when when we see these episodes, I'm like, dude, you are, your hijinks are on fire.
0: So, Zach goes, Kelly, basically, where's Brian? You know. And Kelly goes. He's supposedly at his office, turning it upside down, looking for the lost loan extension document. Right. Which, and then she's like, uh, "Never mind." Which we know he's he sure. And she goes, and he's sure he's not going to find it. Right. But. And then Screech brings up kind of a just a, he just kind of says a, a Screech comment. He goes, "Yeah, you know, oftentimes lost documents aren't found. Kind of like the deed to the Pacucau land from 1872, and that's yep. it. Yep, there's there, the light bulb. There it is." Remember, the Pukuku are key to this. Yes. They're key to this. With everything that's going on, even as bad as the Worthingtons are being to Harry, the Pukuku, their issue has the greatest weight.
1: Yeah, yeah, it's actually, I mean, it's it's billed as a little silly. Like, the presentation often is a little silly. Yeah,
0: with Screech being the chief. With Scri- and
1: right, so, like, on one hand, you're like, eh. But, like, it does the, it, like I said in the last episode, it, it does a the classic literary trope, the wise fool. It right. is the one that is presented as the foolish one that has the greatest pearl of wisdom for the entire right. story. And that's absolutely what's happening here. So
0: the Pukuku have been kind of in and out. You know, they've, they've showed up. They've and been
1: saving the day a little bit here and there. Been saving the day a little Actually, bit. a lot bit.
0: Right. They've been coming in, doing great stuff. They come in, and when they do, it's always generally something really positive. Oh, yeah. They're you always
1: they're always positive. They're
0: always positive. I mean, you know, they lost the Kalua pig, but that was probably a screech thing. Either and way. That
1: was 100% screech.
0: <laughs> the fact is, though, now they're about to come to the forefront of the story, and they're going to be the most important part, and they're going to be what redeems this whole thing. Absolutely. Because the issue is their land is being encroached. As much as we love Harry and the Hideaway, what is happening to the Bakuku is so much worse. Yes. Because this is their ancestral lands that's being built on. Right. And being you know taken over. It's it's now coming center stage. Screech makes this kind of comment about lost documents, and it gives Zach an idea. Now, sometimes we have the the luxury of hearing Zach lay out his plan. Right. In this case, we don't. This is
1: this is a cut to scene moment.
0: It, it cuts to the plan, yeah. and, and we watch it unfold. So we're we're constantly like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. Yeah, we're
1: experiencing it with the uh, with, with Brian essentially.
0: <laughs> it starts off with the pairing of. Zach and Belding. Yes, which... Because they're on summer vacation. Right. The beauty of Say by the Bell Hawaiian style is Belding's not the principal. He's with the gang. Right. So Zach has Belding guys as an archaeology professor, Professor Jameson. Zach has Kelly bring Brian to the quote-unquote professor who produces a fake deed from 1797 with the boundaries of the Pakuku tribe on it, revealing that the Pakuku's land covers the area of the hideaway the Royal Pacific Hotel's expansion area, and even the Royal Pacific Hotel itself. And Brian is visibly disturbed. Oh, yeah. He's freaked freaked out. He's freaked out. So we're starting to see his cards. Yeah. He's he's not, his poker face is breaking. Yeah. Because he's like, whoa, 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 what's going on here, you know? Yep. And obviously what happened was Zach was like, hey, Kelly, you know, get Brian to this, you know, this archaeology. Yeah, so we
1: can break this news to
0: him. So we can break this news because... We have to act like Brian's trying to help. So certainly, like, Brian, this is a way you can help us. We have this deed.
1: Right, right. Right,
0: but it's really obviously... To burn Brian. Yes,
1: and Belding gets super into his role.
0: Oh, Belding gets really into <laughs> it. He starts off, you can tell he's a little shaky. He's kind of going, oh, this deed from 1797 yeah. has the Pacuco land here. But then he starts to get really confident, <laughs> and, he, and then he starts <laughs> overplaying it towards Zach like, has to go, okay, it's not He, thing. like,
1: grabs a spear it, and starts talking in the native language. Yeah, I was like, yeah oh my he God. starts
0: talking in native language and, like, pointing at Brian. Like, and why? Why is this happening? Because... Mr. Belding was, he's the big bopper. He's not was, he is. He's the big bopper. He was the Zach Morris of his day. Yes. So it's very much in Belding to do this. Yeah. We know that, I'm not just saying this, it's in an episode. It's the one about the KKTY radio show. Yes, yes. You find out that Mr. Belding was the Zach Morris of- Of Bayside High when he was young. Right. Which is why, again, I think he has such a vested interest in Zach because he sees himself in Zach. Right. So Belding is totally like he is, he is in character is getting lost in the role. Well, Brian is visibly shaken and then he takes the he goes, OK, well, l- let me take this deed so we can so we can help. You know, he takes it like basically like, OK, we're, I'm going to see I'm what I see what I can do about this, see what I can do about this. Mm-hmm. And him and Kelly leave. Kelly ushers Brian out. And then we have Zach and Belding, yeah. and immediately Zach's like, "You were awesome!" Like he like
1: like he's like actually excited. He gives him
0: five and like shakes his hand. And Belding's like, "Oh God, I don't like you know dressing up as another professor and stealing his office, or which I don't know how they managed to I do that. Know. I don't know.
1: I do not know. He's
0: like, I just don't. What am I doing? And he's like, Hey man, you were great. And then Belding goes, That was fantastic, right? <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's such a cute moment. Oh,
0: it was great! One of the
1: rare moments we get of those two like palling around, like
0: legitimately bonding. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think that we see if the if the principal student thing were stripped away, these two would have no issue getting along. No, I think it's it's simply that he's the he's the man. You know, he's the man in charge. Oh, and sure. Zach, Zach's got to rebel. But no, so, it's uh, clear that him and sweet. Zach
0: him and Zach are kindred spirits. And, yeah, and, and it was neat to see Belding like, oh man, that was actually really. <laughs> I really did enjoy that. Right. <laughs> Uh, Brian leaves the the archive center where it was they were they were at you know yeah right into the next leg of Zach's plan where Lisa from a payphone calls his car phone posing as Mr. Worthington's secretary saying that he he needs Brian to meet with him right so Brian goes to Kelly and he's like look I gotta go I gotta you know go take care of something so he leaves so Brian goes off. Then we go to Mr. Worthington's office, where Mr. Worthington, Charles Worthington, the dad, is approached by Slater and Screech, who are in disguise as maintenance workers. Who are,
1: quote, in disguise.
0: <laughs> they need Worthington to vacate his office while they fix an electrical problem. They
1: look like Mario and Luigi. They do, bit.
0: yeah. Worthington leaves, and then Screech sets up a hidden camera. So, Which,
1: that's pretty advanced,
0: It it, it is. For 1992. Well, well, the reason why is because (laughs) they set up the hidden camera and leave, and then we go back to the hideaway where Zach and Andrea and, you know, the gang, they're all together. They watch as the camera records Brian presenting Mr. Worthington and Derek Mm -hmm. the land deed from 1797. Again, this is a fake deed. Right, right. We we know We know it's a fake. We know it's fake. They don't. Right. Charles mocks the deed. He holds up and is like, oh, you know. It, it appears I'm going to build our hotel or our expansion on, on these people's land. That's too bad. And then Derek hands Charles a lie, Looking
1: like a fool. like he Just yes. this goofy smile. But also
0: showing that Derek is complicit oh, yeah. in what his father does totally. and he, he fully believes in it.
1: As is Brian.
0: And Charles, with Derek and Brian watching, burns the deed. Now, we know the deed is fake, but they don't. But But
1: that just shows their intention was they they, they were acting in the assumption that this is absolutely authentic. I don't care about these people, about their customs and their what's sacred to them, because I want my money. My extension. Yeah. My expansion. It's just yeah, it's just despicable.
0: So they got him. Got them on camera. Now, what Brooke meant about it being advanced (laughs) was I I didn't understand how they got the live feed. Right.
1: They have a live feed in another location. Yeah, they're
0: watching this live feed.
1: I didn't even think about it until Toby mentioned it. I was like, this is a lot.
0: (laughs) I used to be a video teacher. I know how to set up a live feed. It is not as easy as just, oh, I'm going to put this camera here. No. If there's a
1: camcorder in one place, that's the only place that's good. It's recording. It's not playing anywhere else. So, so, that so you, you know what? Screech is advanced. I don't know. Maybe, but, maybe the Pukuku gods bestowed him uh, some magic. Um.
0: I, I think it's just we need to expand our Oh, yeah. It's just, listen, just let this happen. Let just this happen, let this right. happen
1: to us because we're here for the 90s. I mean, let's be honest. Half of these hijinks wouldn't have worked now because even calling from a payphone, we'd be like, I've never seen this number on my <laughs> cell phone before. You know right. what I mean? We are here for the 90s. It's fine.
0: Yeah. So now it's showdown time. We're at the Hideaway. It has been sold. There's sign. There's a sign on it that says, you know, the Royal Pacific Hotel expansion. Right. You know, incredibly mocking. Yes, you know. awful, terrible. You have the Pecuco there. They're protesting.
1: Yeah, they're they're all protesting.
0: The gangs there. Harry's there. Brian is there, of course, pretending to be like, oh, this is this so, is so uh, sad. This is so tragic. sad and tragic, right? Uh, news crews are there, and of course, the Worthingtons have shown up because they're about to do their big groundbreaking where they stick the shovel in the ground and cut the ribbon or whatever the heck. Well, the gang then plays their final card. With Brian standing there, Screech gives Zach his video camera to look at some footage. Zach turns to Brian and asks him to view the footage. Hmm. Brian watches the incriminating evidence that they recorded of the meeting where they burn the Bukuku deed. Brian knows that defeat is imminent. Yep. Now, he watches it, and it's- He's the,
1: like, oh, my Lord. Yeah,
0: there's no getting out of this. Mm-mm. He runs over to Charles Worthington and shows him the tape.
1: Who is, like, uh, literally, like, about to, like, start breaking ground. Right.
0: <laughs> Worthington is enraged after viewing the footage, and he wants to buy the tape. You know, the gang walks up. Zach says the tape's not for sale, as they have the original. Worthington then tries to dispute the authenticity of the deed, but herein lies the genius of Zach's yes. plan. Worthington's destruction of the deed, the fake deed that we know, me, but, but Worthington's destruction of it means he can't prove if it was fake or not.
1: Right. He, he he destroyed the only evidence.
0: Right. In a very precarious position, Worthington agrees to sell the hideaway back to Harry. These are the demands. He goes, you have to sell the hideaway back to Harry. You have to stop the expansion. And you have to leave the hideaway alone for good. So not only is the hideaway going to be safe, the Bacucu's land will be left alone right. as well. So the fake deed ensures that the Bacucu land will be protected right. and not encroached on, and the hideaway will be safe too. Yes. That is how the bakuku tribe and their, their land and their issue with with it being threatened ultimately saved everyone.
1: Right. Because, and, and one thing I thought is, if, if the hideaway is on their land, I, I, I want to believe that there's some kind of understanding with them, because Harry is not that guy.
0: Right, no, absolutely You know not. what
1: I mean? So, like, and this, and well, and honestly, that comes into play with the next thing that happens.
0: Right. And so, so victory has been achieved. Yes. The heroes win. All of the heroes. <laughs> and we have a final night of festivities at the hideaway, where it is revealed that the Bukuku... Will work as the staff for the hideaway once the gang leaves. So once Zach and everybody goes back home, right? Uh, the Pukuku are going to leave their current jobs because I think they were driving taxis. Yeah, yeah, because
1: that's how we first meet uh, a member of the Pukuku tribe. He yeah. was driving the taxi. He's like, oh my god, yeah, you there know, he is. The so, he has returned, right? So now they they can they can work on their land
0: and they can work working
1: to, for a benevolent right. person who's not ever going to you know, yep, threaten them. No, wonderful.
0: They can work together. Yes. They can all be together, and they can be on and near their land. And
1: they've already, they, they really have already shown this entire time that they're made for that.
0: Oh, absolutely. They come
1: in with the suit just, just because they're purely hospitable. Yeah. So can. it's kind of like the hospitality industry is like perfect. <laughs> yeah,
0: and they are they have been, they're indigenous to the island, so who better to give a guest a, a genuine experience, right? Right. So they're going to work as the staff for Harry. Harry then goes to Andrea and says, I want to hire you as, like, the day-to-day operations manager of the hideaway. So, Andrea has been given a stable job. And then he says...
1: A higher, you know, a higher-level job. A higher-level job, Not just a ski instructor like she was. Right, Water ski, excuse me.
0: (laughs) But not only that, Harry says, and the flexibility to go to school. To go to, like, night school. Because she'd wanted to do that. She'd wanted to go back to school. So, Andrea now has a future,
1: yeah. And she and she tells him, she goes, I don't how how am I gonna make that work with work? And he goes, No no no, we're gonna make it work. Right. Like he's he just expresses to her that I'm gonna be because you have you're gonna have time to spend with Jennifer. Yeah, it's gonna be great. He takes it all into account.
0: Zach then asks for a moment with Andrea where he professes his love for her yet again. And his desire to come back to Hawaii to be with her when he's done with high school.
1: <laughs> which is which that sentence reminds us that he is a mere sixteen or seventeen years old. Uh,
0: but Andrea clearly cares about Zach. Yes. That's the thing. She feels that they're simply just on different paths.
1: And they are. She's not wrong.
0: They simply can't stay on the same path together. She just sees that Zach just he needs to get go out there. He needs to live his life. And she says, Look, she loves him too. She mm-hmm. says, I love you too, Zach. She goes. This is why I yeah. I want you to go and live and and she basically says I don't want you to give up your life for me. I mean, even though that's kind of what love is to a degree. Yeah, but I mean, to a degree, right? right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You are. You're giving up. You're giving up life as you known it, yeah. as you've known it, to share with another person. So and
1: and you but it, and it begs into what Slater said though. Like if he did that, he does not really know no. all that that life would entail. But
0: it's sad.
1: It is sad. But you know, it's like.
0: Because if they love each other, you know, I think it's a fair argument.
1: It's a fair argument, but I truly think this relationship exists as a crossroads and then you continue. Yeah. And I think, I think so. it, ex- that, that it is. That is clearly it what It can does. only exist perfectly in this space and time. And yeah. after that, it would expire. Right. It's like, you know, it's, well, what is it from Hook? You know, that place between sleep and awake, that place where you're almost dreaming, that's where I'll be waiting. That's where I'll, waiting, that's where I'll love you. It's very. Uh, Hook, hook in, not hook a very, very Peter Pan, Tinkerbell Bell thing. Uh, it only good. exists in this lovely little space.
0: Yeah, but but it, it, it which it is was, very romantic. But yeah, know. and it was really wonderful. Yeah, and and like I said, long term, she absolutely changes Zach for the better. Oh, um, absolutely.
1: They were she. She was necessary for him.
0: Yeah, she tells Zach that if after he graduates high school, goes to college, and still wants to be with her, to look her up. <laughs> but we know that that's pretty unrealistic, right? You know, but
1: you know, it's what
0: we say. And then the next morning, everyone says their goodbyes. Keanu and the Pukuku thank Screech for saving their land and that, you know, they'll never forget him. It's sweet. We would have loved to have seen more with them. I know. Uh, Kelly has a sweet moment with her granddad, with Harry. Uh, Zach bids Andrea and Jennifer farewell. And then the gang gets in the car. And then we had this little, kind of this little.
1: Ending epilogue, yeah. Yeah,
0: a little little brief statement from Screech, of all people. Mm Mm-hmm. And I always loved this, especially after watching this again and after, you know, talking about it because, you know, we've said this, I believe, several times already in the show, that the most important people in this story are the pukuku. Yep. The most important thing that happens in this episode is their land is saved. Their ancestral land becomes... Yes,
1: because this is an ancient issue. Right. It's not just a... I mean, I'm not saying that Harry's problem wasn't severe. It was. It was. But this... This was, no, They were the key
0: to this. So I just thought it was fitting that the chief of the pukuku give the last word on the episode, and this is what he says as they drive off and wave by, And so our Hawaiian venture comes to an end. You know, I think there's one Hawaiian word that would be appropriate here. It means hello, goodbye, and to remember with affection. Aloha. That's perfect. Yeah. And then we have our freeze frame. and, and the, <laughs> Always the and, freeze frame. And here's frame. the thing. It actually ends with the Saved by the Bell theme. It's kind of like we're back.
1: Yeah. We're headed. We're, we're going back home. Yeah. We're <laughs> going back home, you know,
0: because we, we the, the music has been like the DJ Jazzy Jeff the Summertime oh, song. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah. And now we're ending with It's <laughs> like, yep. you know, okay, we're back to California, you know. And it really is sad. I I, I just, I always, I'm, just something personal about me is I hate saying goodbye yes he does. i never say goodbye actually the I, word
1: the words goodbye I, no because no.
0: goodbye me has finality to it I always say bye or farewell i always like to hope that i'm going to cross paths with people i love again right it is the toughest thing <laughs> um especially when you when you know people that live far away or you know to see good yeah, most,
1: a lot of our very good friends live far away we so do that's, we, we have to endure that quite a bit
0: we have some very dear friends friends that listen that we have to FaceTime. Yes. I'm not going to say their names. They know who they are if they're listening. (laughs)
1: It's
0: a test to see if they're listening. Yes. But those are people in my life that like I would never want to say goodbye to them. No, never. I just, you know, would always hope that we cross paths again. So this is just a sad thing. Right. Because it really was a wonderful time for them, you know, in, in Even Hawaii. though
1: it was a little tumultuous there in yeah. the middle, but uh it, it ended up being so meaningful. Yeah,
0: but they had to go back home, so. And that ends Saved by the Bell Hawaiian style, so. Hawaiian style. Yeah. We enjoyed <laughs> it. We loved it. And, I it, know. Again, it was really fun. Yeah, and a great start to the summer, you know. Yes. And, of course, we'll be back to Bayside. There's plenty more to talk about. Oh, absolutely. Plenty more things to talk about, things that happened before this, things that happened afterward. But, yeah, we certainly will Traverse the halls of Bayside again, or at least go on an adventure with our favorite Bayside high school students. Exactly. Because there's still other things. There's still, oh gosh. oh gosh, there's the Malibu Sands Beach Club saga.
1: Well, it was bet- th- this week, these two weeks were between that. This, right,
0: yeah, it's just that I think the Malibu Sands Beach Club, that's, that's like six episodes. Yeah, we were it's, like, okay, we can't. It's quite a few episodes. But it
1: was it was genuinely between those episodes and Hawaiian style. But that's a great
0: one. The Malibu yeah. Sands Beach Club's a great one. Uh, there's uh, a two-parter when they go to Jesse's dad's. Oh, that's hotel. I, yeah. Oh, and there's all kinds of craziness there. That's a really, really good one. So, yeah. It's a We're, two-parter. We'll always,
1: we'll always be here serving uh, Saved by the Bell greatness. Yeah,
0: but I realize how much I really do love the episodes where they go on vacation or they, yeah. they step outside of school, you know? They're, they're yeah, because
1: not... Hawaiian Zach is great.
0: Oh, yeah. He, he's he's fantastic, yeah. Well, hey, we have been at this for quite some time. In fact, we've been at this a couple days.
1: <laughs> right. If you because, saw our announcement on Instagram, yes. this is our second go-round of recording yep
0: and i've had to watch and look over and watch our recorder to make sure we're still recording we are <laughs> but we only got like a like few 15 mi- minutes or yeah something like, that. like 15 minutes yesterday uh, and you have to understand if you do podcast then you do understand to turn around and record an episode again after recording one if, if something goes wrong if you have to re-record the whole episode it's exhausting
1: yeah because i mean you're you know we're laughing we're talking we're getting into it it's like you're it's like you're acting you know yeah. well, it's so. like it's like
0: you're there yeah
1: and then when it's, it's over like
0: whew so we had to take a day yeah to come back to this was,
1: yeah yesterday when we when we stopped recording we we're like nope can't yeah i'm ta- i'm exhausted
0: <laughs> so we are we are sorry about that guys uh but thank you for bearing with us and thank yes. you for sticking with us thank you we do appreciate you and we love you uh, Brooke, why don't you tell them where they can find us?
1: All right. Before I tell you that, I have to plug some amazing, amazing uh, earrings <laughs> from a dear follower and friend of ours, and we obviously follow her, the Foxy Hipster. She makes all kinds of cool stuff: jewelry, keychains, mugs, all so much nostalgia. It's just unreal. So we saw these earrings on her profile, and by we, I mean I, uh, and I was oh, I said, oh my gosh, they're giving me major Lisa Turtle vibes because they're black and they have like the geometric, colorful print.
0: Oh. They're they're perfect they're
1: amazing and i was like i have to buy them and then she she turns around pops up on her site says lisa turtle vibes earrings i was like yes so i was so excited that i had any small part in that and i turned around and buy uh bought them and i'm obsessed with them i will definitely be showing y'all a picture later this week but i just wanted to plug her in her shop if you have not checked her out please go and do it you will not be sorry and now that I've said that, <laughs> we are also on Instagram. If you're on Instagram, that's where we spend a lot of our time. It's where we connect with everybody. So we're at the tape store. We're also on TikTok by the same name. If you're on Twitter, we're the tape store pod. And if you'd like to shoot us an email, we'd love to hear from you. We're the tape store podcast at com.
0: And we also like to always thank our listeners for their time. It's limited. It's valuable. We just want you to know any amount of time you spend listening to us and joining in on the conversation. We greatly appreciate you. Thank you so much. With that being said, I think we can close the doors.
1: Yep, another week. Yep. In the bag.
0: We will see you next week, unless some kind of technical issue uh, happens again. Lord, please. It's me. only happened a couple times. It though.
1: has, it has, it has. We're, we're but all
0: right. The plan is for next Thursday, we will see you with more great 80s and 90s nostalgia on the Tape Store podcast. And until then, this is Toby. And this is Brooke. Aloha.
1: Aloha.